0: hello everyone and welcome to another episode of tech smash bros um this episode was recorded on march 11th so about two weeks ago um in this episode david and i catch up once again um there are some repeat topics so this is like uh, a casual conversation um and we talk about we talk about gaming a little bit specifically like age of empires um we did have some technical issues but uh hopefully we resolved that um some post-production stuff where I like, clicked out some parts where David seemed to be offline a little bit. Um, and what else happened? Oh yeah, I mean, we talked about The Bachelor and um, we also talked about GameStop again. Yes, I think we had some unresolved uh, topics and unresolved like stances. So we try to, we try to see if we can align on an agreement regarding gamestop and its valuation that's it all right i hope you guys enjoy all right and we are recording welcome to another episode of tech smash bros i think this is episode 28. um yeah i don't know how else to what else to add here here we are with david he is live streaming on his twitch channel again it's blck underscore sMSN um, how do people actually ag- access it like do they type in like twitch.com on and then forward slash
1: uh yeah that's basically what it is just right.
0: for yeah twitch.com forward slash blck underscore sMSN yeah and then uh, <laughs> I don't usually do this but I guess it makes sense to do it but feel free to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify if you're listening to uh, if you're listening to it on Spotify or whatever platform you're listening to i think we're also on apple podcasts yeah awesome awesome nice you know we don't really have an agenda but uh i mean generally i think what we our defaults like we talk about the bachelor we talk about uh oh yeah, your upcoming move yeah. are you are you packing and stuff uh
1: not yet uh probably closer to end of the month beginning did you find
0: it a, did you find a place
1: uh not yet still looking
0: Dang. Are you going to find a place?
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to. I mean, worst case scenario, I'll just do corporate housing um, for a month. Mm-hmm.
0: I see, I see. Yeah. I see. Are you getting nervous? Are you saying your goodbyes?
1: Uh, not really, to be honest. Like, Really? Wow. Like, I don't know. It's just kind of like right now, it's just... I'm looking forward to it. Just a little bit of time to kind of experience something different.
0: I I see. I see. If you could travel to one place remotely and work from there for a year and if you you could choose, where would it be? Uh, Anywhere in the world. Maybe. uh, Maybe. Oh, you haven't thought about it.
1: I would, I would do New York. Um, what? I, I'm not Anywhere huge... in the world,
0: you go to New York.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not a huge New York person, but I think the thing that I would enjoy uh, would be just the idea of like the connective, the connectedness of the city, and just kind of like the hustle and bustle, and like just to experience that for a year, I'd be okay with that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess for a year. Yeah, I think you mentioned this before.
1: Because I like being near cities, like I like where I'm at in um, uh, the South Bay, because I can kind of like experience, um, like, I mean, Santana Road doesn't really count as like a city, but like there's a lot of stuff that's going on there. So like, if I wanted to like theoretically go out on a night with friends, I could do that and like be home like within like five ten
0: minutes huh oh yeah i've never been to santana real, but i've heard only good things about it yeah it's pretty cool oh dude i picked up a game and i finally downloaded a, a game to play what game age of empires have you heard of that game yeah i used to play that one now. dude that game is hard still i don't like every time so i think there are like six levels to it or five it starts with, like, easiest, and then standard, moderate, hard, hardest, and extreme. So, that's six levels, I can't ever get past, um, what is it, moderate? Whatever the third level is, I can't get, oh, hello, are you online? You went offline. Got that. Oh, right. oh, you're back. Okay. Oh. Look, I didn't have to cancel. All right, five minutes and ten. All right, yeah, I'll oh, delete that awkward just moment of silence. It's like exactly a minute of moment of silence. It's amazing. Anyway, yeah, Age of Empires. Yeah, I think I always liked the idea of like building an empire, um, um organizing units to uh, build a society, and then. I'm just simulating a civilization and then having a victory associated with it. Yeah,
1: but it's really hard, fun.
0: dude. Dude, it's hard. No, uh, like I don't, I don't know how people, how the I'm playing against a computer, but they like amass all these resources so quickly. Um, but yeah, I've been playing that game. It, it's not. It's very discouraging after like I get to another level and I don't even come close to matching a computer. Um. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just
1: like. Hold uh, on. Um. I mean, I guess it's just like. I don't know. I, I guess it just takes time, right? Like, I I played a lot of um, StarCraft, which is similar in some respects to uh, Age of Empires. Um. And
0: uh. Hold on. Dude, you always sound distracted. <laughs> No, it was the issue with
1: the. It's because of the audio. Sometimes there's just like stuff that comes up, and it's like, oh, I didn't get that figured out. And then somebody in the chat was like, "Hey, I can't hear the. uh, I couldn't hear you, so I was just fixing it."
0: I see. I see. We should honestly next time we can just start recording after you fix that stuff. I think. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, you could just let me know. That's what I. That's why I asked if you had your, Twitch setup and stuff. So let's include that as part, like your Twitch setup. How many people are in the chat right now? Uh, we had
1: two people that were in the chat. Uh, one person just left.
0: Nice. I see. Nice. Every audience member counts. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Age of Empires. Not, not the greatest insight that you provided there on Age of Empires, but uh, I'll take note. I will, I will try.
1: <laughs> I mean, if you like Age of Empires, you'll probably like... Uh... Uh, Starcraft, but is it is yeah. it simpler? Starcraft? Um, it's very it's very similar. Um, but is it simpler?
0: But I wouldn't say necessarily it's simpler. Then I'm not gonna. No, I don't think I'm going to enjoy it anymore. Age of empire seems a little complicated for me. Now you like always have to be engaged. Like every second matters, and that's it's a little taxing on my mind. I'm, mean, but it's also fine well, I, I don't want really to like... complain as much if I was good at it. If I was if I was good at the game, but that's not where uh, I'm mean
1: at. What kind of games do you like to play?
0: That's pretty much the only game i played so far in, like, the past year. I, I do play some brain games. Like, um, like when I say brain games, have you heard of Lumosity? They You like, yeah. have games that, like, test your memory or train your memory, your speed, your problem solving, your flexibility, your attention span.
1: Yeah. But you don't ever play, like, just, like, regular, like, video games? I, guess, I like-
0: play some Oculus games. Okay. That's it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I played a regular video game. When you say regular, I mean, I think, like, the likes of PlayStation and yeah. Xbox and, yeah, that sort of stuff. I don't think I played that in maybe eight years.
1: Really? Why not? Yeah.
0: I did have NBA 2K on PC in college. Mm-hmm. And you attach, like, an Xbox controller to your PC and you can play on the PC. But that was, like, NBA 2K11, and that's, like, a decade ago, so...
1: Mm. that's That's a popular game
0: though it is a popular game I was good at that game man I would have friends over they try to beat me they would leave devastated or they would leave um, much more much more humbled I was good you were that good at the game you know I call uh, you know I'm sure there are people that are better than me but amongst my friends I think I was the best Um, I called plays uh, called a lot of picks it wasn't just like do one on one dribbling and like shoot the ball no it was uh, I called plays um yeah, I guess that's all I'm turning like I, I don't think that's like the hallmark of a great player in NBA two K, but I feel like not a lot of people call plays and um like use the strategy stuff, and you know, like on court strategy stuff to play the game. So yeah, I'm taking way too much pride in that. But that's uh that's uh that's uh that's a little bit of my resume in NBA two K.
1: <laughs> I mean that's not a I guess bad thing i don't call plays like i'm not really that good at 2k oh you play mb2k you have the game Mm, it's very sparingly i have 2k 21 or 2k yeah i have 2k 21 but i don't play it very often
0: dude i haven't played in a while it takes i it takes me a little bit of like i think a week to get back into shape Hmm. back into shape quote unquote but uh play
1: a 2k tournament
0: <laughs> who would play?
1: <laughs> there's a lot of people that play. Two K is actually really. Oh, oh
0: a tournament. Oh, right. Yeah. Just like beyond their friends. I was thinking just amongst their friends. I mean, I probably, I, I, would, I probably wouldn't win, um, like outside for sure. But um, amongst our friends, I, I feel, I feel a little confident. Um, I watched this video <laughs> on, on, on YouTube. I think this was when you know there was no NBA. But there's a video that simulated the past decade of the NBA. So they would set up the NBA um, and then they would start like 10 years ago where the NBA was at and then they would just simulate just like hit the simulate button and then see who would come out on top. Hmm. And I would just watch those games. I would just see like simulation like, oh, in one year, the Lakers that won next year, the Cavs or something next year would be that. But uh, that's interesting. I was that bored. I, w- I mean, I found it very fascinating to see like, oh, if you simulated this, and you know instead maybe this like i think one of the scenarios was like if this player moved to this team or something like that what would the nba look like so they they made that adjustment like 10 years ago and just hit simulate and see what the state of the nba was how many championships this team won um and stuff like that hmm. but yes when you're i mean i found it engaging but i guess the absence of one form of entertainment makes a substitute pretty appealing
1: yeah <laughs> I don't know I, that's I don't know I I need like if I'm I just for me I have I need that like engagement with whatever it is and so it's just like yeah I don't know that's why I can't play too that's why like I don't waste time with 2k because like I don't feel I can be very engaged in the game because I'm I'm spending so much time trying to learn how to play the game that it just like I just get bored with it
0: nice (laughs) it takes time to learn to learn any game though uh some games have quicker it's very intuitive like counter-strike
1: i mean i guess you could say counter-strike i don't really play counter-strike but like yeah i mean some games have like a like a shorter learning curve than other ones you know like i um I I guess I play a lot of RPG games just because like there's built-in tutorials into the game, so it's not as like
0: oh you can learn um, like in the moment for that particular yeah. moment, not yeah yeah you know, not to set yourself up for the end, like the entire game. Yeah, you no, know, I can see the RPG games are pretty fun. My favorite was Maple Story, that was a PC mm, game, but
1: that was very popular.
0: That was that was pretty popular, and the grand scheme of things, it was a fad because I don't think it's popular now, but. Mm, it's pretty popular. Still? It's still pretty popular?
1: Yeah, I would say it's, I mean, it's a very, like, core user base, but, um, let's see. I, I mean, you still see it. Yeah, there's, like, four million MapleStory subscribers.
0: Four million. That's, that's okay. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not that big. On a global scale, it's not that big.
1: Yeah, Mm. I mean, in 2021, yeah, there's 4 million.
0: It's not that big. That's like the size of a small state in the US, right? But I mean, for a game, that's... I mean, how many people play StarCraft? Like, probably in the hundreds of millions, you know? Or tens of millions? Mm. Let me see. How many people play StarCraft?
1: I mean, let's compare that to World of Warcraft because that's probably, yeah, that's the number one game. World of Warcraft, the really? Uh, they have a player base of 114 million.
0: All right. Oh, not bad guess on my part. Yeah. So, yeah. Maybe, well, actually, you know what? That's what? So that's like f- oh, 25% of StarCraft. It's not bad at all, actually. Hmm. Oh, 4 million, you said, not 40 million, right? 4 million for MapleStory?
1: Yeah. Now like 2.5%
0: of starcraft but yeah it's pretty small yeah pretty small user base i mean the grant i mean if you think about it what it's, its appeal is it's an expansive world and you get to advance your character but like the steps like to gain experience and to level up your character requires a lot of repetitive action of just hating monsters and gaining experience so i can understand why it's not the most popular game
1: I mean, it's seventh out of what? Seventh Maple Story? No, it's ranked seventeenth out of Maple uh, Story is. Yeah, <gasps> on this game, on the site, there's like, 120 is- games that they're tracking,
0: and it's ranked 17th. That's pretty good. Wow. What What did you What did you What did you type in? What are the top online RPG RPG games or uh,
1: It's called MMO populationcom dot com.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you what are the most popular MMO, MMOs, MMORPGs, right? Yeah. MMOs, RPG.
1: Like, all the other games on here are games that have been, like, around longer than... The uh, MapleStory. The MapleStory. I'm on... Destiny 2 and, like, Elder Scrolls.
0: I'm a PC gamer. Mm -hmm. Um, I see, like, Dual Universe... The best theme park MMOs: World of Warcraft, um, Final Fantasy XIV is one. I think I played that once. Eve Online, Black Desert Online, it's The Secret World. Okay, Star Wars: The Old Republic, of course, of course. That's a really good game. You played it?
1: Well, I played the um, the the offline version, uh, Knights of the uh, Old Republic, which is, which that is based off of.
0: I see. I see. Yeah, I don't see Maple Story list here, but wow, seventeen is still on in some, in some maybe somewhat reputable list. It's not bad. Yeah, I mean, I played a lot with my friends. That's where friend some of my friendships were made. So I'm grateful for it. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, we play. i like after school, we like play Maple Story, and we hang out in that virtual world. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway. Did you watch The Bachelor? Uh, I did. I did. <laughs> Why do you hesitate? Uh,
1: I'm just like ready for it to be over, to be quite <laughs> honest. Uh, like I'm just
0: done with The Bachelor. Is it getting boring or are you just still frustrated with like the whole context and the whole premise of it? <laughs> um
1: yeah, I mean the pre- the premise and like this last episode was very Why? like It's just I had so many issues with it. Like, there's I, some things, there's a lot of instances, there's some, not a lot of instances, there's some instances that I could relate to, like the conversation with his, like, father. Um,
0: dude, which, I didn't, what did you think about that? Like, what did, what did you think about him setting it up? I, I don't know how I, w- I would have felt as a father being pulled into this conversation on national TV. Yeah. I wouldn't be, like, I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to help to think, like, is it an ulterior motive to have this conversation on national TV? So that, to me, kind of didn't sit right with me. Uh, but it's also possible maybe the dad just wouldn't have shown up, if you know, if, 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 if it was for sort of any other setting. So maybe that wasn't really the only time to have that conversation.
1: Yeah, but I think also at the same time, like, it just wasn't necessary. Like, I, I, and this is coming from somebody like I grew up in a single parent household. I grew up with mm. my mom. And, like, those, that's a conversation that I, you know, want to, you know, an experience I want to, or a relationship I want to reestablish now as I get older. But I'm not going to let that get in the way of me having, making the decision of whether or not I'm going to marry somebody. Like, I think, honestly, it was kind of like, it's, it's good to know, you know, maybe his dad's thought process and things of that nature, but... If his goal is to be as good of a, um, I guess you could say husband, for lack of a better term, um, I mean, that is I don't what it's think happening.
0: so. Yes, husband. You said yeah. what? No, yeah, that is what is what he's going for. So yes, husband. That is the exact
1: word. Yeah. So like, I just don't think that it was necessary.
0: Do you think the two are like separate? Uh, there's like separate some the
1: connection because he was I don't saying how.
0: Necessary. You don't think yeah, because he was saying how, you know, because his father uh was unfaithful. I think what he was trying to get at was it affects his confidence in his ability to also believe that he will be faithful to his husband like to his wife. Like he, he thinks that But that's a personal saying, he,
1: problem. That's not he, uh uh like, hey dad, you're the reason why I'm gonna cheat on my wife.
0: Like that was kind of the implicit point, right? You, yeah. You think you think that's an you think that's an invalid step. I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I I can't say I understand because that's not how I grew up. So maybe you're in a better position to. I mean, I think it's
1: just that like it's like it's not fair to put that like um, outcome on his dad as like the reason why like if his marriage fails, it's because like he didn't know his father. Like, there's plenty of people out there that have had good relationships and marriages and yeah, just relationships in general
0: and, still be um, and didn't
1: know their father. So like, I think he oh. should have had that conversation, just not on a national scale.
0: Yeah. That's why that, that, that part I was like, yeah, I, I, I like sh- tilted my head on a little bit. Like, Hmm, did we really need to do that? on that, nas- did he really need to do that on national TV? Cause um, like,
1: what was the outcome? Like there was no, like, like what was what was the expectation of like what was going to happen after that like now he can have a successful he he ended (laughs) he
0: said like oh you know this you know there's going to be it's going to be a process but this is like a good first step um for like reestablishing that relationship which is good Um, right so that is the outcome again though did we need to do that did he need to do that on national tv i don't Um, think so Yeah, I don't think so either. But I don't know. Is it like maybe it's really would be really hard to reconnect with his dad if his, you know, there wasn't like some grand occasion to turn up to. So maybe this like that setting in that context was what was sufficient and necessary to be able to, uh, um, draw the father into a conversation. Possibly, Maybe. maybe I I don't know, but yes, I did have my head tilting a little bit, um. Yeah, I mean, I think it was also building up to that moment, The Bachelor. I think it's part of show business as well. Like, nothing drama requires, um, like a problem, right? And you know, if you don't, if you run out of problems, then you have no drama, aka no entertainment. So they, I think they, I think, I think, I think the show business. I think that show was planning on um exploring that or at least broadcasting that, an aspect of that relationship. It's kind of twisted, I guess, but I mean that is part of the show business, I think. You need drama to create entertainment, and drama requires problems and unnecessary that was one of the, drama.
1: What? Unnecessary drama.
0: But entertaining drama, right?
1: I mean, I don't think that was like that was more sad than it was entertaining. yeah maybe that was to like pull at heartstrings but i don't think it did so in a way that was like very effective
0: maybe yeah. yeah. but i think the intent though was there that they were trying to follow through on that intent and maybe i don't think it landed well but i think that was that was part of the intent too which is kind of sick if you think about it (laughs) it's like using using emotions as a means to an end um but uh I mean, people who are on it too, but I mean, they, they know what they're getting themselves into too. So maybe it's not as sick as we, as, as we may think it to be. Yeah. Yeah. Anything, anything else besides, besides that, that, uh, segment right there that, uh, caught your attention. I mean, uh, I mean, for me, like the most recent episode, spoiler alert, but, uh, Rachel and Michelle are the final two. I think we saw that coming. I did think, you know, Abigail would be in the final three. That didn't happen. So like Abigail, and not Abigail, Rachel and Michelle being in the final two was a little obvious to me. So I wasn't surprised there. Yeah, I mean, I wanted
1: Michelle to, to be in the finals. Um, I think she I just like seems like a very well-rounded person. Um, and yeah, she just seems like she would be very, like, out of the two, in terms of what appears to be more balanced relationship, I think Michelle would probably be a more balanced partner for Matt. And this is my opinion. This is all speculation, but I, that's just yeah. my thoughts. I don't know
0: if I would put balance. I would say like I feel like he should be a great partner for him in life, and like in the long term, and for growth and accomplishing things together.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. Like balanced yeah. partnership.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, Rachel could balance him in a different way, but it's like in terms of like growth and uh, different definitions of success as a person too. I feel like she would be the best person for him. Uh, and then for Rachel, uh, yeah, I, I, I just, I feel it's, it has a more like of a high school crush vibe kind of for me.
1: I, get, um, I think honestly, he's probably going to choose Rachel
0: i think so too i, I called it i, I called it early on i said it was gonna be rachel um so i wouldn't be surprised if it, if it turned out to be rachel um i i mean yeah i think, I think part of it's like i think part of it also just shallowness as well i have a feeling also you know maybe he i think he's just more attractive to rachel um and he maybe i don't think he'll ever say my guess is though that's Ultimately, why subconsciously maybe that he'll choose Rachel? Pretty, pretty judgmental take there, but um, that's 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 what I think it it came down to. I mean, he already chose somebody, but assuming yeah. he chose Rachel, I think that's what it came down to. Because for me, Michelle really does seem like, yeah, like it's just a better long term partner for growth in, yeah,
1: you know. yeah. I think so. I, I can definitely agree with that. Yeah, I think it's definitely more. It seems like yeah, Rachel would be more of like a, a case of like infatuation, which isn't a bad thing. Like you, you know, obviously you want
0: some I don't think so either, level for of
1: marriage. Infatuation in a marriage. I mean, in a marriage too. Like, oh really? I mean, you don't want to be like love struck with your, you know, significant other.
0: No, I guess you're right. Yeah, but it's the weird thing is, you know, because this show is so short, the season is so short. If that is the side we see, we see less of another side, right? So with Rachel, we see that side. But with Michelle, we see the other side of like this more um, growing together, supporting each other um, in your careers or, or your path forward. Like we see that side. So well, because she's like a teacher, right? Like she's- She's, she's a teacher, but she also seems like the mature- yeah. Like she's working. She knows I mean if you know how to work with like many kids, I imagine you just you just know how to work with like many personalities and just manage emotions. Manage emotions that are like unregulated. That takes I think I take, I think doing that well takes a particular person. Like anybody can be a teacher maybe, but um, doing it well, that's that that's that takes a particular skill. And it looks like she did well. Yeah. Um so yeah, and the kids, the, the kids showed up on national TV for her. I mean, that's that must take a special relationship. So, all that considered, um, like I think I feel like that's that aspect that got more emphasized and got more visible with Michelle. With Rachel, is more like this infatuation slash passion, uh, uh, maybe um, love at first sight kind of thing. Um, so yeah, you do want that part, but the, but given what the show the show's limitations and the time constraints it's it seems more like a choice of would you rather choose this or that not like would you rather choose the whole package um anyway i think i feel like that's kind of how the the representations of michelle and rachel have kind of the lines have been drawn yeah
1: i think honestly if he chooses michelle or rachel i don't think it'll last very long to be quite honest,
0: I mean a lot of historically, I think a lot of the when the bachelors choose and and historically they don't last long, um, so you'd have history on your side. All right, <laughs> let me let me put it that way. Uh, yeah, I, I think a lot of a lot of these. Yeah, I think I, the success rate for and I'm defining success as who who stays married after like two years. I think the success rate probably is like less than fifty percent for the bachelor and the bachelorette. So it does it does kind of support your like skepticism of the show of course um so yeah just I mean t- trying to get married within 8 weeks this the show is basically saying like trying to get married within 8 weeks is probably not a good idea I mean this is 8 weeks had everything like they actually I don't know maybe they should have like allowed these people to like date and while resuming their normal lives instead of completely removing them from their routine life and then giving them all the most perfect and extravagant dates because that is not reflective of the reality that you return to after the show um so you're basing a decision of eight weeks that are not representative of the life you are going to build together so So yeah it's not
1: your uh statistics are uh inflated inflated (laughs) i said it's
0: pretty low it's even lower
1: uh it's worse actually it's worse for the men than it is for the women.
0: So what you mean with the guys choose, right? That's what I meant. Yeah. So yeah, yeah.
1: it turns out that only two thirds of seasons ends with proposals. Then out of those proposals, only five have led to marriages. With the Bachelorette having a better success rate at 30% versus.
0: Oh, letters. right. Because they get engaged first instead of getting married.
1: Yeah. So this is, but this is as of 2014.
0: Right, right. So you're saying two-thirds even... Oh, really? So two-thirds... So one-third don't even go to proposal stage. Yeah. Oh, that... I, I have to applaud that. That means, like, the the this is on the guy side? Uh,
1: there's been two marriages... Between 2002 and 2014, there's been two bachelor marriages. Oh, yeah. So the, over the course of eight, 18 bachelor seasons, there's been two... Uh, bachelor marriages and then for the bachelorette over the course of that same time span uh 10 seasons there's been three marriages so the bachelorette has a higher success rate yeah yeah, but not by a lot yeah
0: but so and then you said two-thirds of the bachelor season end up in proposals and then this is all of them all of that i see i see so one-third don't end up no i mean i applaud that like i feel like there i think there is a pressure maybe there's not as much pressure because either way it's dramatic. Like if you propose, if you don't propose it's dramatic. So maybe, maybe there's not that much pressure to propose. Yeah, I can see, Mm -hmm. I can see that being okay. But I mean, I applaud those people, you know, who decide, you know, after eight weeks of this unrealistic dating, uh, dating scheme, dating uh, life that we've had. I think this is not the best decision to commit myself forever to one person. I mean, that's, that seems like a rational decision to make. So, I have to applaud yeah. those that one third that that don't go through with it. So yeah.
1: out of the okay, so here's something interesting. Um, so this is based off of a a data scientist. Um,
0: <laughs> oh yeah, this is real
1: Um, she did some interesting uh, look into this. I just dropped in the chat, but. She saw that most desirable females tended to be models, assistants, students, and teachers, while the top men are professional athletes or in finance. There were a few jobs that were shared by both men and women, such as realtors and sales reps. Out of the 200 male contestants I looked at, I found that none of them had assistant in their title, and only two were students. Out of the 300 female contestants, there were no engineers, and they often had job titles like dog lover or free spirit.
0: What? <laughs> I'm, i i clicked the link right now female i i assume the bigger the word the more frequent the contestants are Where are you seeing this top contestant thing is that the very bottom or something oh you
1: have to scroll down a little bit um under the female contestant occupations and male contestant occupa- occupations
0: yeah no i see it but it just it just i think they just highlight uh, uh i saw that the most desirable females I mean, how do you assess desirability? Like, if they get chosen, then tend to be models, assistants, students, teachers, or top and professional These There were a few jobs that were shared by both men and women, such as realtors and sales reps. Out of the 200 I found that none of them had assistants. Oh, for the male consensus, none of them had assistants in their title. Um, out of the 300 plus females you know, that were no engineers, they often had jobs like. So, I guess the implication is um, the storylines here and the matchmaking seem to follow. Uh, traditional gender stereotypes right yeah 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 so it's not basically the bachelor is not very progressive (laughs) if if you just if you just look at if you try to try to infer from their matchmaking what their what the values seem to represent you know what also bothers me about the bachelor like like chris harrison goes like this because we know this process works this process works but it doesn't like (laughs) like you look at what do you mean work for the process like how do you define the process of working like marriage finding love i mean like you said there's only two uh marriages out of the bachelor seasons in a 12-year run that have resulted like that have come out of the bachelor seasons two out of 12 that's like a. that's like how what's the success right there that's like like oh man excuse my math like less than 20 percent right so i don't know about process working so that that's that, that kind of lie, like bothers me like he says that like every season every time very regularly this process works you know we've seen this process work actually that's true they've seen the process work just not very frequently yeah yeah Here's
1: something that supports rachel uh potentially winning um like even... steve no it says oh. it seems that when given the choice both the bachelor and bachelorette tend to choose someone younger than the average of the contestants presented to them
0: is Michelle older?
1: Yeah, I think Michelle's the same age. And I think Rachel is um, younger.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think Rachel's younger. She's like 24, 23. Um, yeah, but that one, I can kind of um, set of gender stereotypes. I can attribute that more to like evolutionary reasons. Apparently, there's an evolutionary reason why like men would choose a younger women. So, well,
1: that, there's like the idea that, barrier, like, I can explain that. Women
0: mature faster than that. I mean, but if you put it that way then Michelle is probably very mature by now, right? But and that's the
1: question, right? Does he want somebody that's as that that might be more mature than him?
0: Assuming because, assuming she's more mature, right? Assuming, yeah,
1: assuming that she's more mature, but that's where I think I could see there might potentially be that element of like Rachel and matt have similar maturity levels whereas michelle has a-
0: oh you say so you think because you know we, we you know we well we'll assume everything you know women like mature faster than men do so given that they're same age michelle would be more mature than from than matt james is that what you're saying yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> maybe uh yeah maybe yeah he doesn't to me he doesn't like strike me as the most like wise person um a lot of his decision making as we've like pointed out throughout the history of the podcast seems very questionable um he says the right words but uh not sometimes at the right moment uh yeah not to make the best decisions and he can be opinion. very brash
1: and like erratic in my opinion
0: uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: like the whole like like he decided that he was just gonna like uh start eliminating people. It was just like, I can understand it was getting towards the end and he needs to figure out who he wants to marry. But it just, it kind of came out of nowhere
0: because- you like mean before the part. Rosso menimony, like telling people to leave or- um, With like part, the, or...
1: the the like this the situation, um, there was that one episode where it was like, first it was Yesenia and MJ. And then that same episode, Katie got uh, kicked off. And oh, it just okay. it seemed
0: you know. yeah i mean you can't do that i mean there's there's precedent for that so if you don't get a rose after the one-on-one that means you get sent home that's what happened to katie that's happened before mj and Yosenia. that happened on tasia season where she had to send one of two guys home i feel like this is becoming like another thing of the, like the staple of the bachelor if you have two people in drama you send one person home so we saw that in tasha season now we see that again um at matt james season so there's precedent so It's nothing, nothing super new. He was following the what what's already been allowed and done and seen at The Bachelor.
1: I guess so. Yeah, and I mean, this is my first time seeing that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You have much to learn, (laughs) students of The Bachelor. (laughs) I
1: mean, I honestly, I'm kind of torn with regards to if I really want to like watch another season of The Bachelor. Dude,
0: I I'm willing to bet some money that you are going to watch it.
1: You will watch another
0: season probably. I'm just like, it's, I've, I've. You're going to watch another season. It's okay. I
1: enjoyed the first few, I enjoyed the first half of the season. The drama, the toxicity, but then now. You enjoy the
0: first half of the next season as well.
1: uh, We'll see. (laughs) see.
0: Yeah. You watch the first half of that season and then you will be back in the same pattern. Yep. Well, it's coming to a close soon. Well, let's end the bachelor talk and move on to something else by giving our predictions for who he picks. Rachel, for sure.
1: Uh, I just want to clarify that I don't want him to pick Rachel. I want him to pick Michelle. But to play it safe, I'm going to say he's going to pick Rachel.
0: Because that's where you think he'll pick, right? Yeah. Right, right. All right. We will find out next week if our predictions were right. <laughs> cool what else happened during this week that we can talk about nfts gonna...
1: what and roblox roblox ipo Oh,
0: a roblox ipo yeah did you did you buy into it a little bit what you know i didn't know what roblox was Is it like in a vr company
1: yeah they're they, they they started out like it's almost like uh the poor man's minecraft in my opinion um just the way that the game is like structured and stuff, but um, yeah, it's, it's a virtual reality, um, I, I guess, experience that they've created in their, their game with the different worlds and stuff. Um, Ooh. That's become really popular.
0: Nice. Nice. So did you buy into the stock IPO? You know, it wasn't ridiculous. You know, some of these stocks that have IPO, like snowflake and what are some other ones? Uh, like they were like they 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 doubled in their initial IPO price. Like Snowflake did for sure too. So it wasn't. I think this one jumped seventy percent when it launched onto yeah. the trading platforms. So it wasn't that bad. I thought. Did you buy into it? Did you? No, you know? I mean it didn't jump that much. It seventy like, percent jumped seventy percent.
1: It opened at six forty and then it closed at. uh yeah so open at uh 64.50 and then it closed at
0: 69.36 uh-huh i know but it was supposed to it's supposed oh. to be in the hundreds like a couple hundred oh, really? i think that's what they expected 50? yeah oh okay that's not too bad no it says right now um jumped 54 today which is quite a bit but i guess given the prior like stocks out of ipo it's not that much so yeah i just
1: i don't know i don't i don't know too much about it um outside of like i know a lot of kids play it um now (laughs) in terms of success of the game that's like the question i guess that's questionable to me because it's like i don't see what offerings they can provide that are different than like like maybe minecraft ipo'd then maybe that would be something i would like invest in, but like with Roblox, it's kind of like oh it's microtransactions. Huh. What? Um I guess that's kind of like the selling point. I guess that's how they make money.
0: Yeah, maybe. But following your logic of GameStop, if you don't buy it yourself then you might not buy the stock. Not buy the if you don't buy the products, you end not buy the stock, right? Yeah, I mean. Oh, I have to concede. I think, um, I think there's. I mean, there's definitely merit there. Like, I think when I base my decisions on like buying, like for example, when I bought Amazon, I was thinking, you know, like when the when uh, when there was a crash, when the lockdowns kind of happened, I was thinking, mm-hmm. you know what. Amazon is going to be heavily used. I'm going to use it. Therefore, I think other people are going to use it. So there is that aspect of inferring from your individual use of a product to infer what the masses might do. So I have to acknowledge that I do that as well. I know you were making an argument, and I was just um, a full-on counter mode there. So I wanted to concede the point here on the record.
1: <laughs> I mean, you don't have to do that, but... Uh... <laughs> I mean, I will say that I think I've also kind of like doubled down on my, I guess, doubled down on solidifying my technique of uh, like research and and, uh, picking stocks and stuff like that. But I will definitely not be touching Roblox.
0: (laughs) But, but you're still in GameStop?
1: Yeah, I'm still holding GameStop. uh, (laughs) I mean, it's
0: been doing well during this, during this shit show of the market. In the past uh, week gamestop has gone up a hundred percent over a hundred percent it's going back up man <laughs> it already it has already gone back up what was its peak in the past like three months three hundred forty seven it's at two fifty seven now five days ago it was at 125 dude, is that when you when did, when was your entry price yeah that was about the time oh uh, my goodness dude you doubled oh God oh man. Good for you, dude. Good for you. I hope Tesla does the same thing. Somebody,
1: I saw an announcement for Tesla price target at like 775
0: That's and nowhere was... near doubling uh, the stock price. Dude, what were you thinking when you, I want to understand the rush down more, when you jumped into GameStop, when it was at 125 what were you thinking? It's going to take off from here? Is that what you're thinking? No, it
1: was just like, you know what? I'm going to, uh, I guess just kind of like, if I like it, like again, it was just like why not? Like if I, you know, believe in what it is that they're doing and their potential growth, like why you not? You believed in
0: did it? you did you have did was was your faith in Reddit a factor at all into the stock price? My faith in Reddit? Yes. Uh I mean honestly
1: I don't even go on our Wall Street Bets that much anymore. Like <laughs> and that's not even to say that i used to go on and go onto it a lot like i would go on it here and there but i i wouldn't take necessarily well i would say was my decision influenced somewhat by wall street bets yes but i would never wholly build my like um my decision on purchasing a stock on a wall street bets speculation
0: really now i would now given the power that i've seen so far dude given the power that i've seen so far in wall street bets in the past three months gamestop has gone up 1800 percent i 100 percent attribute this uh this exponential increase not like just increase the exponential increase to wall street bets so yeah i'm just gonna attribute this entire increase to wall street bets i mean you have to if
1: you're gonna go that route it's like you have to base it off of like the guys in Wall Street bets that are analysts, right? Like guys that are like giving full in-depth analysis. Of,
0: yeah, but if I, know. if I let's do the hypothetical. Like let's say you have stock A and stock B. There are hundred people who can buy it. Um, and that's a full population. Um, let's say one person, only one person has invested in stock A. Another person has invested in stock B. So you have just two people who are investing in the entire world. Now let's just say randomly, 90 people decide I want to invest in stock B. Wouldn't the price? And let's say stock A and stock B are like exactly the same. people just want to invest in stock B for some hypothetical random reason. Then, by virtue of 90 people buying stock B, the price of that stock B would like increase incredibly fast, right? Crazily fast, right? But that's was driven by people just buying it. So. As long as there are people buying it, no matter the reasons, the stock price is gonna increase. Like it's not the reasons that drive up the prices. It's the it's the people who may have been persuaded and moved by the reasons that move up the stock prices. The people, institutions, whatever the buyers are. It's the buyers that, that move up the stock price. The reasons sure. are just what will we'll move the people maybe, what they'll use as like fuel to make a certain decision. But that's not what's directly increasing the prices, right? What's the people on uh, TikTok giving stock advice. Really? That's exactly what people on TikTok say.
1: They say, I mean, they say stuff like that, where it's like, I buy the stock when it's low, and then I wait till it goes up, 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 and then I sell it. And then that's pretty much like their the gist of like what their advice they're trying to give to people. Oh, that's
0: their strategy. I'm just trying to explain what really affects stock prices. I really, I mean, we say it's like analysis and like people. It's, if nobody listens to the analysts, then there's no stock price movement. My point is, there need to be buyers to be to to be some massive stock appreciation. Whatever yeah. the reasons might be, that's a direct cause of the stock price going up. It's a market. It's a market. So, wait, what was uh, what was the stock price of Tesla
1: at the stock split before the stock split?
0: Uh I think it was a thousand something, dude.
1: That's crazy.
0: I think it was a thousand, yeah. When was the stock like around September. November maybe? It was like f- November, yeah. it could have been two thousand actually, two thousand five hundred ish. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter, dude. GameStop just completely dwarfed it. GameStop completely dwarfed it. in the past year. Tesla has gone up four hundred nineteen percent. I think GameStop was at like six thousand percent, six thousand. It's like more than ten times the Tesla. So, um, yeah, I know you had you and I had this like discussion back and forth about like Tesla and GameStop, which one has like. And we were saying which one was driven by fundamentals. I mean, Tesla as well. I don't think it was like driven entirely by fundamentals. It was probably just the hype behind it that drove up its price. But if I have to say which one seems to, uh, or which one's growth and which one's fundamentals justifies the exponential increase more than the other, I mean, it would have to be Tesla. How do you, how does GameStop, uh, GameStop doesn't have a market that, like of growth that, Tesla does which is like the EV market just growing pretty fast
1: but I mean how much more growth can they like
0: yeah there's only so much I think it's, it's like it's like you know it's not it's probably not the same rate as it was before right there are many players that are coming into it it's becoming more competitive those are all going to be factors in their market share and then being able to capture a market but I, it's hard for me to say like GameStop has a better growing market. And more potential to capture more market share than Tesla does, unless you really want to go there. Do you do you, do you really think GameStop has a better uh, ability to capture the market in a growing market than Tesla does? I mean, is it's there's
1: I guess I oh, Dave, okay, we're going there.
0: We're going careful.
1: there. <laughs> uh, I think from the standpoint of the fact that how much like. How much more piss-poor performance uh, can GameStop display before they go up, right? Mm -hmm. I say Up here, right? Like, it's more now an issue of restructuring and getting the right people in place in terms of, like, their uh, board, uh, their um, executive uh, positions. Whereas with, like, Tesla, like, I mean... They have to expand it to different, like, well, I don't even want to say they have to expand it to different markets because it's like Tesla is Tesla, right? But like, what else can Tesla do? They've decided that they were going to allow uh, Bitcoin purchases of vehicles. Okay, that's cool, but like, what does that actually equate to in terms of like improving? I mean, you've share?
0: seen them do Cybertruck, right? The completely different car. They're also going trying to crack into the truck market. Not just cyber truck, but like the truck market, right? They're now developing like fully they're they're probably on their way to developing fully autonomous driving. So they are they are different markets and products that they can explore to capture like new markets, right? But GameStop though, too. I don't know. I mean that's an answer to be answered, but be, that's an answer that we'll find out. Um especially like with new players coming in as well. I mean with the Apple Car, well, I don't know how that's gonna turn out. Like Neo. What? Or like Neo? i don't know what that is oh neo yeah who knows dude who knows there's a lot of competitors coming in but that is like new avenues that they can explore but gamestop i can't even make the case for that i mean i'm looking at their five-year history in the stock like uh <laughs> i think their peak in their five years was like about like 33 maybe and for me to say that you know despite how low they have been they're going to um not only hit that 30, like hit the fundamentals and hit the market and hit the revenues that justified the $33 valuation in their stock, but they're going to like more than, uh, not 10 times it. Well, actually the 10 times that, that they're going to suddenly after this pandemic, they're going to perform 10 times at the level that they were performing like five years ago. I I don't see that happening. At, what's hap- what, I think what happens is that they would recover up to the point that they were before the lockdown not like suddenly 10 times beyond that <laughs> that doesn't make any sense they'll need time to recover right but if
1: shareholders let's say let's say from the pure standpoint of shareholders are demanding and expecting change from GameStop, wouldn't it you say that it's easier to drive that now and push for innovation and improve performance in regards to like sales and and you know, market share growth and things of that nature for GameStop than it is for, like, Tesla, because, like, let's say Tesla, let's take the Cybertruck, right? How many people do you think just put their deposit on a Cybertruck, and then they just, they're planning on um, uh, not actually purchasing the vehicle? Like, there's there's probably a large majority of people that are just going to... Yeah, yeah, that'll mess
0: up with accounting, like, they'll probably have to, like... Uh, the revenues would probably suffer if people like cancel their orders. No, sure, sure. But I mean, there might be some upside to GameStop, but there are more. There are a lot of competitors in the game space, right? And to yeah. say that if they recover, their innovation is going to reflect a ten times like increase in their sales is to me baseless. The ten times, dude. Sure, maybe they're like, oh yeah, they'll double it. Okay. Even that's pretty ambitious. Doubling your sales, maybe doubling your market cap. Let's like, come on. That's even, even that's like, that's pretty, like, that's pretty ambitious too. Like, do you, can you, if you, if you said that for Amazon, um, which is very dominant player, right. It would be pretty ridiculous. GameStop is a dominant player as well. Um, I think.
1: But I mean, it's something as simple as like, let's say 10 times. Let's say working with AMD and doing exclusive releases of yes, AMD but, graphics cards.
0: Uh, well, yeah, that would be great. But do you really think that would explain a 10 times increase in their market cap? So let's say so you're like a $10 billion company, <laughs> suddenly become a $100 billion company because of that? No. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, you know, okay, you know, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's it's, it it's Wall Street bets dude. We just have to recognize that it's like, sure, you're right. There might be potential. It might have been like uh, undervalued because people were overestimating the chance of bankruptcy and then not coming. I mean, sure, that's the case. But like, did we overestimate so much that we're saying, you know what? No, it's going to completely recover. Not only is it going to completely recover, but it's going to thrive and completely beat out the competition. Like that's a uh, it's, it's a stretch. But too. I mean, what are the
1: what are the other game? What are the the other gaming retailers that are there, right? Like
0: yeah, but they've if they've been in the market dominance for dominant for so long, then they're just gonna return to that level of dominance. They're not going to push past its dominance by 10 times the market cap. <laughs> why I mean... are you why are you insistent on this? I think you acknowledge in the back of your head that yes, you're right, it's Wall Street bets. Or not what, that I'm I mean... right. You already you already acknowledge it somewhat. There's upside, maybe but ten times, like I'm, I'm not arguing its upside. I'm arguing it's like excessively gigantic upside that, that that its valuation seems to indicate.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, I will say that is it truly is it is does the growth truly warrant a uh, hundred million, hundred billion dollar uh, market cap? No, like I, I, wouldn't agree with that. Oh, that was think... an example.
0: I don't know if they're hundred billion dollar rate cap, but you know what I mean. Like ten times yeah. their market cap, yeah. Go on, um, I guess.
1: but I guess it's I guess it's just more of like I think it now it's more of the question of like what can they do now that people have a renewed interest and renewed confidence in the potential for the brand in the future.
0: Dude, that's not even the I I don't that's that's like a different issue than also the issue of their stock price and their market cap increasing by. Like,
1: but that confidence sixty times, confidence. sixty
0: times in the past year, sixty times I think is that sixty thousand, is that seventy times or sixty times? But six thousand percent, not not six times, sixty or seventy times. That's a uh, that's a little bit too much. I mean uh, that's
1: true, but I mean consumer confidence plays a big part into stock market price. I yes, yes. shareholder confidence. All those factors will factor push up the price, well. of course. So. But not by sixty times,
0: not by seventy times. Not that alone will not push it by. Oh, its revenue is at six point four six six billion. I don't know what its market cap is. Oh, eighteen point four billion. Yeah. Oh, I guess I wasn't that far off. Eight. So I said ten billions multiplying. it, But right now it's eighteen point four billion. So before it would have been like what in the single digit billions. Yeah. Yeah. Which, Which I think makes more sense. Well, Man, I, mean, I think you agree they're... with me. You're just trying to. I think you're just trying to make the case that you know there is upside to this stock. But I think you you acknowledge that this exponential increase, this the size of the increase, though, is perhaps at question here. Yeah, but I right. mean,
1: technically, they are the biggest. I mean, from like like articles and and just like some quick digging, like they're technically the largest video game retailer, like to date or in terms of like, um,
0: current, I mean, like, blockbuster share. was the largest video game rental company to date and look where they're at now. <laughs> okay. But they didn't adapt
1: to the current economy. Like they didn't adapt to the current landscape of how things were, were changing. So I think, I mean, if, you know, one of the big things, right. Is, um, uh, console, uh, uh retailers, right. Like if they can establish a more dominant, uh, Sales channel yeah, for new releases and and you know who knows what could happen. But I I would agree with you. The current evaluation is makes no sense. <laughs> Thank but, you.
0: That's all I wanted to hear. Those I are just, the only I words listen, I wanted listen, to hear. Listen, 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 listen. <laughs> no, I I'm like, good. I'm at peace. I like, I, stock, have <laughs> I like the stock. I buy the stock. Okay okay you okay. can I I I you do whatever you want with with this with this stock I mean <laughs> that's just, your choice. You were just trying to get me to say this one phrase and that's Dude, it. I had such a tough time wrapping my head around um you believing that I don't think you believe it just you like I think I do. No 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 you would, I was like say oh this the size of this stock price appreciation is ridiculous. You wouldn't say I agree you would. you would go like you, you then come back with an argument, like, explaining why there's upside, which wasn't quite exactly what I was trying to communicate. So you're, like, dodging. <laughs> like, no. Like, yes, the size of the increase in particulars, But you were like, trying to say, yeah, but there's still upside, which I, okay, acknowledge there might be upside, yes. But the issue was the size of this upside. I don't think we have an – well, yeah, okay, no, it's okay. I'm, I'm good. Makes no oh, sense. Now you're done. Now I'm done with you. Now I wash my hands. <laughs> Get out of here. That one, that one battle is won. One, no, no,
1: the battle's not won because battle. I will, I will continue to hold GameStop. <laughs> I will not sell the stock. That's, that's I great. I buy oh, more
0: game I'm happy. Stocks. I mean, it's great. I mean, it's impressive, I think, that you got, like, double the gains by buying it at 125. I certainly wouldn't have been able to do that. I wouldn't have been able to see that. So, I mean, that's all kudos to you. But then to, you know, make the association that the size of their gains is justified by all these different uh, fundamental factors was, um, to me, it was hard to swallow. But I mean, again, I think, there's... no, no,
1: no, honestly, this is a, this is a very, this is me being honest, like the lack of confidence that institutions have, I think is a very, like, we also have to look at that, right? Uh, that as well, right? Like, if hedge funds think that, like, you know, the stock price should be, you know, $5 per share, right? Like, lower,
0: lower than it was before. Like
1: why? Like, why, is, why do they have such a lack of confidence that they're willing to risk so much? Yeah, but um, that,
0: David, don't you think that the question is also just as valid asking the other way? Why do you think it's valued so much? Like, nobody really has an answer unless they have a crystal ball. So it's valid either way. I don't know if we should punish us. So what they were saying, let's say they were valuing the stock at like $5, right? It was like $14, let's say, or $11 at some point, mm-hmm. right? So they valued it by half right now we're valuing it by like 60 times <laughs> so like there's such a uh, disproportion in the valuation in one side like we're punishing like uh, institutions for valuing it like like two times less but we're saying it's okay to value it 60 times more like that's that seems very lopsided to me to be continued to yeah, be continued yeah. You said your move is on next month then, right? Yeah, it'll be next month. Okay, okay. That no, sounds good. I think we should probably have like a break from the podcast so that you can focus on moving and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind doing it from the road. You don't mind though. doing it from the road? Well, yeah, we'll play it by year. You, you just let me know. You, you're going to have a lot going on.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. All right, cool. As always, it's a pleasure. Um, check out, uh, again, twitch.com forward slash blck underscore smsn subscribe on to spotify text bros um, that's it folks oh, she uh, that's all she wrote that's <laughs> all right. she wrote all right good night dude talk to you later, talk to you later.